the Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away 100K. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And finally, NBA is back. And so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. And to celebrate, we're giving away a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. Continues his run over there on the Anusi. Dangerous ball across. Off the post. It was a terrific strike. Gonchalves. Well, Diogo Gonchalves came awfully close there. And a bit of space on this near side for Victor Klassen. Klassen pulls it back. Oh, what a save. Oh, that is absolutely sensational. Lovely ball to Rashford. Rashford goes on the outside, away from Ankerson. Pulls it back. Oyland Eriksson. That's a top, top save from Grabara. Drops for Delow. Eriksson. Great ball in. Maguire's there. Harry Maguire with a massive Champions League goal for Manchester United. It was made in Denmark. Christian Eriksen and headed home by Harry Maguire towards the near post it drops could go anywhere a high boot in there penalty oh chaos penalty kick it was pretty careless clumsy I suppose Larson what a save oh what a save Fantastic. His best moment. It's his best moment in the United shirt. And that's it. Game over. No time to take the corner. The last kick of the game. McTominay relieved. Old Trafford relieved. These are the two heroes tonight here at Old Trafford. Guys, congratulations. Sum up what that end to the game was like for both of you. Yeah, incredible. Clinical and get our second goal. We had numerous counter-attacks where we've got to go and get our second. And we didn't give them a chance really in that second half. We the first half was really poor. Um, we come out of the second half a lot better. It wasn't perfect, but um, 
an important win and obviously we gave him a penalty at the end and uh, this man stepped up and made a massive save. A huge save, nerves of steel. What was going through your mind in those last seconds? Just doing my job, you know. It was important for us to win against a very tough team. I'm happy for the victory. We did a very good game. Great goal from... From the big guy from Mari, yeah, I'm very happy and uh, we have to continue like that. Did it feel like a night where someone special was watching over you here at Old Trafford, Harry? Yeah, definitely. I think it was one of those nights. It was just meant to be. Um, we were meant to win the game. You've seen in the last minute, it's a magnificent save. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a win dedicated to Sir Bobby, his family. Um, it's been a tough, tough week for us. We've come away at Sheffield United at a tough ground and got the three points and we knew tonight would be big and... Losing someone like Sir Bobby affects the club, it affects everybody in the dressing room and um, we're going to miss him, uh, but yeah, we're really proud that we can get the win for him tonight. For both of you, it certainly feels like a story of resilience for what's happened so far in the Champions League this season and Harry, for, for a some time for you at Manchester United as well, Andre? like a story of resilience particularly after what's happened in the first two games in the Champions League yeah of course of course but like I always said we are Manchester United we are very very big club big players so it was just a matter of time now we have to continue like this and when I see the way we are working I have no doubt we'll, we'll make it what does it mean to you as well Harry personally to hear this crowd singing your name no it's amazing I think like Andre said this is Manchester United this is one of, if not the most scrutinised club in the world. And when you're not quite on your game, um, it gets picked up, it gets analysed. And um, listen, I'm really proud and pleased the way I've acted over the last six to 12 months. And I've been given an opportunity now. And um, I just want to be here to, to help the team and to, to get this club back to where it should be. Congratulations, guys. Enjoy these celebrations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You are listening to BetMFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the BetMFC X account at BetMFC. That's at BetMFC. You can also follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Uh, also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, you can follow my other Twitter account as well. That one is at LockBangX. That's at LockBangX. That is the X account for the Lock Betting Premium Service and the free Lock Betting, pod- Lock Betting Podcast as well, home of Das Bundesliga Show and the European Show as well. The Bundesliga Show, by the way, is on an incredible lock run. We've only dropped one lock all season so far on that show. It's red hot. We were originally continually riding Leverkusen overs. We've now moved on to, uh, sorry, Leverkusen to win. And we've now moved on to Augsburg overs, which have cashed for the last two weeks. So will we stay on that trend? Will we look for a new one as we look to keep the lock record going? Find out on next week's show. As for lock betting, as I mentioned, the X account is at X, and that's where you can find the monthly P&L for the month of September. That will be the pin, pin tweet. The pin tweet will always be the P&L from the previous month. And so far, they have amounted to 124 months in a row of transparent and track profit. If you want to see other spreadsheets, you don't need to dig through the X account. You can just simply head over to the website lockbetting.com. And if you want to get additional plays, you can sign up for them at that site lockbetting.com once you've done your due diligence and look through the spreadsheets. When you look through my spreadsheets, you'll see that 
all the bankroll management. The bankroll management is very, very sensible. There's no um, five-unit plays or max plays like whale plays, play of the year, none of that nonsense. It's all very, very sensible staking. It makes betting accessible for anybody with a disposable income. And if you don't have a disposable income, you shouldn't be betting because gambling isn't going to solve your problems. You shouldn't be making bets that you need to win. But if you want to be involved in this hobby and you want to make it profitable, then I can make you profitable from sports betting. If you want more information, shoot me a message on the X account. Just once again, at LockBettingX, that's at LockBettingX. Moving on with this episode of Betting UFC, we're obviously going to talk about the Manchester Derby. It hasn't been a perfect start so far from Man City. While they were top and look like runaway leaders at the start, we did see a weakness in their armory when Rodri was out. And without Rodri, they have an absolutely woeful record. Unfortunately for this game coming up against Man United, Rodri will be playing. We've also seen a different version of Erling Haaland this season. He doesn't seem to be as free scoring as he was. And uh, Manchester City at times look like they're struggling to um, str- struggling to deal with the loss of some of the players that left after the Champions League trail. But obviously, they're still the best team in England. And obviously, it will be a major result of Manchester United can get anything from it and we are going to move on to previewing that game shortly we're not going to talk too much about the Champions League and whatnot obviously Manchester United were very very lucky and they'll need to be better than that in two weeks in order to get the win that they need to get away to Copenhagen because after two losses to start with you put yourself in a position where you need to pretty much win out I think Man United could probably afford a draw in Galatasaray as long as Bayern Munich did him a favour again. If Bayern Munich did him a favour again and Man United do their part by beating Copenhagen, the two teams go level on points going into that game in Turkey. I think the final day from in that situation will favour Manchester United because Galatasaray will have to go to Copenhagen, which is a difficult place to go to, while Man United will probably play a weakened Bayern Munich team who may well have a 100% record at that point and uh, will probably rest the players and allow Manchester United a better chance of beating them. So... I do believe that it's make or break for Man United next week. That is a must-win game because if you go into the Galatasaray game, if you go into Turkey with Galatasaray leading you by two points then it's going to be very, very difficult for Man United to overcome that unless they win in Turkey. So they need to win one of the next two away games and the away form has not been Manchester United's strong suit. It hasn't been their strong suit this season and it certainly wasn't their strong suit last season. But if you want to be a successful club, you need to recognise that half your games are played away from home and Manchester United drastically need to improve in that department and fast. Before we move on to listening to Eric Ten Hag and his thoughts on the upcoming Manchester Derby, I'm going to take a quick pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just, Underdog has just introduced Scorchers, that's what I meant to say. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. 100k Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10k each. When you sign up with a promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit. 
up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Let me also take, use this pause to tell you guys about the NBA Underdog Contest as the NBA is back. And to celebrate, we're giving away a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA Dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA Underdog using our promo code SGPN. And one random winner will get a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA Dog. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. Um, just going back to Andre Onana, the Champions League finally played for, for Internazionale against City. The UEFA technical report described him as, quote, a holding midfielder, more like a holding midfielder the way he plays. Is that how you see him, you know, playing for, for your United? And if so, why? Why is that good? Why, why, why do you like this? Now, the first job of a keeper is to... Eh, to save, eh, to eh, save his, his goal. That's his first job and his main job. And don't forget that. But um, yeah, he is a keeper. Eh, you can use him as extra player. And yeah, if we are developing, I'm sure he can be more progressive and be even more higher up the pitch and can be there also higher up the play, pitch and an extra extra player. So that's an advantage. This game on Sunday against Manchester City, is it too early, you know, in the development of Andre in your team for him to play this way then? Uh, but it, it also depends on the op- opposition. How uh, strong is the press, for instance? Um, so uh, how good is uh, the team around him? Uh, so, uh, yeah, if it's possible, so in my philosophy, you have to do it every game. But it's not always possible, and then uh, you have to adapt. And that's what I just try to, to make clear. Uh, even if you're not always playing well, or the team is not playing well, or you're not playing to the standards you, you expect, you still have to win. And then, so find a way to win. So be pragmatic. Sure. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. Um, um, yeah, on, on Onana as well. Um, you know, he. I don't know, how can I put this? Um, I'll tell you what, I'll ask another question. Sorry. sorry. This might be the last Manchester derby before the football operations changes. Um, do you think that the players um, have any. Worry, concerns about going forward. I know you're an experienced manager. You will take the situation as it is now. But do you think in the squad there's a little bit in the back of the mind? I wonder what's going to happen to me. Or maybe it's a motivation for them to do well, show that they belong here. I don't think so. That they, they of course, they are committed to the club. But especially they are committed to this team. And so, and therefore, so they take it. So they want to be successful, and so they want to be successful. And then they need—they they are aware. You need a team. You need your teammate. You need cooperation, and you—you you want to play with the best players you have in this team. And when the cooperation is growing, and we will play better, and that is in their benefit. And I think that is how the player is thinking, and they are not thinking about strategic reviews or something or structures or whatever. And on Premier League goalkeepers, it sometimes takes them. It happened with De Gea, it happened with Claudio Bravo. When they come from another league, it takes them time maybe to to settle. But can you explain why that is? Because I would have thought the Premier League is not so different from Serie A or La Liga, and yet goalkeepers seem to need that time, like Onana's needed that time. Why do, why do you think that is? 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, certain things are different, of course. Eh? Generally, it's 11-11. <laughs> Clear. And it's about uh, attacking and defending and transition. Yeah, but I think there is more. And, um, the approach to the game, the, the speed of the game, so the intensity of the game, the, the varieties in, in styles. So, yeah, there is absolutely there is a difference and players they need to adjust. Need time to adjust. So, uh, hi Eric. Um, the stats seem to suggest that Bruno Fernandes doesn't have the same sort of impact against the top six clubs, so-called top six clubs, as he does against the others. Uh, do, do, do you do you understand that? Do you accept that? And does he need to step up against City on Sunday? <laughs> Last year he scored the winner, so I don't know. So when he do, he's doing that again. I'm, I'm happy. You've not really noticed any drop off in against the other bigger teams. No, no, eh? and of course, eh, when so uh, Bruno is a player when we have a lot of ball, eh, then he's on his best, eh? and uh, there are games eh, so against top teams you have less the ball, so then first yeah so you have less moments and eh? then it's about taking benefit from such moments and then for the rest you have to work hard for the team and to and to get a result because that's the, the most importance that the team is winning just just one more Andrew uh, just Jamie Carragher suggested this morning I know he's an ex-Liverpool player that he, he feels that you've gone backwards this season judging from your earlier remarks you don't think so do you, do you feel you're still making progress oh I think I, I said <clears throat> uh, in possession we have to do better huh? and but there are reasons uh, why I don't I don't go into, uh, but I think everyone is seeing why. But um, there are also facts, and uh, so I disagree. <laughs> we are much better, and even we are top Premier League. And so in high ball regains, we are top Premier League in middle ball regains. So our pressing uh, is always very good. So that's that's not the truth. Uh, what he's telling. Uh, last question, Rich. Uh, Eric, we, we didn't see Mason Mount come on the pitch in midweek. I just want to know what you've made of his start to life at United. And is this game against City the type of game that would suit Mason Mount's sort of technical abilities? Well, I, I think in every game, <laughs> he, he, um, he, our game would benefit uh, from Mason Mount. And so, um, so I don't have any any concern uh, to to line him up, and um, and he, so he he did come on in a lot of games. Uh, he started in a lot of games. So last games he didn't, but it definitely he is one we consider for Sunday, and because as you say, he has he has abilities what can be very helpful against City. Hi. In terms of how the squad's shaping up for this weekend, will, will Casemiro be able to start? And is it right that Aaron Wan-Bissaka resumed first team training? Uh, yes, Aaron was training today, and Casa is uh, raised against the clock. So you're not 100%? No, not 100%. And there's obviously been talk about Alejandro Garnacho after his social media post in the last 24 hours. Are you concerned he might get a ban missing games? Ah. So, uh, not in this moment. So we are uh, talking um, with FA, but yeah, what you see, um, and I can um, confirm that, and I can I want to emphasize that we are together, uh, we are united, and you will be have seen that at the post of uh, Andre Onana. 
Eric, you spoke the other night about confidence growing amongst the team. How much of a, of a measure of where you are will this match be this weekend against City? Oh, that, I think that's... Um, uh, definitely, you see, yeah, we are back where we wanted to be. In uh, This is a hard team to beat. And uh, they find a way to win. And so we are going in the right direction. You've been in Manchester more than a year now. Clearly, every game is important for United. Every game you want to win. But what special quality does the Manchester derby have in your mind? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's... Um, it's a match uh, above many other derbies. Eh? It's so huge um, because it's yeah, it's Manchester internal, but I think it's also about world football, and all the eyes will be on this game uh, global wide. Thank you, Eric. You said the club are back to where you want to be. That's obviously in terms of results. Three on I the say spin. We are in the right direction. Yes, the results <laughs> three on the spin, but performances. Christian Eriksen said the balance is still not there and the routines are still missing. So how do you get that back? I, say, I said we are in the right directions and yeah, we have a way to go. I see positives, I see also negatives. Probably what Christian is referring to. Um, so we are not consistently in possession uh, on the level where we can be, where, where we show in games we can be, like for instance, uh, Arsenal away, also the first 30 minutes in Bayern Munich away, uh, uh, but we, we should do this uh, on a consistent base, uh, but where, for instance, uh, pressing, uh, we are quite good, uh, we have the most ball regains uh, from the whole Premier League, we have the whole, most middle regains from the whole Premier League. So there you see in our defending organisation, in our pressing organisation, uh, we um, uh, and I said that before the season how we wanted to play. Yeah, that is us. But then we don't take the benefit in the attacking transition moments and we should be because we have, I think, the abilities in our team uh, the players there who can take benefit from it so yeah, we paid some attention to it and yeah, this has to grow this has to to, to progress then um, games be, will become more easy can the team take heart from the fact that even though they haven't been consistent yet and the performances are not fully there yet that they are still managing to find those ways to win uh, that, that is a team uh, so hard to beat eh? exactly and sometimes it's not the way you want to go, but then you still have to win, and that is what we are doing in this moment. Sorry. Just on the attack there, the, the, the lack of goals, I guess, from the forwards has been noticeable this season. I think Erling Haaland has got more than, than all of the forwards here put together. Is that because they're not taking the chances, or, or you're not creating the chances? What's, what's kind of the difference? What's missing there? I just try to explain, <laughs> but if you sum up, is that on the forwards though? Is it the forwards' fault that they're missing the chance? Uh, fault. It's like it's uh, in the cooperation, and that has to click. And but he showed this uh, this week uh, in the week. Uh, we saw from some games, some examples, but there were so many where we are in overload position and uh, going uh, in overload positions to the opponent's goal, and we don't net or we don't even hit the target and we, we should have done this better and uh, I'm sure we don't have time to train this fact uh, but um, I think uh, 
we give some coaching and I'm convinced with the qualities from our players we, uh, that they will go and score more goals. Oh. Harry, just on Andre Onana, he had a, obviously a very good game for you on Tuesday, but he's had some low moments since he came to, to United as well. What's he been like trying to keep his spirits up in, in those moments? Yeah, you, you give him the standards and you give him so also expectations and but also uh, then it's about uh, get to the same level but he has really high expectations for himself and so uh, the first thing is what you have to to find out if we are uh, we're talking about the same and, and we were and from there on um, you give him the confidence and tell him uh, Look what you did in the past eh? in great leagues with great clubs, and um, so you have the abilities, you have the skills to do it. And I think the last two games were definitely uh, uh, a good progress. And now you have to keep this going. Eh? I mean, eh? it's very good, but as you know, at Man United, good is not good enough, and that not only counts for Andre Onana, it counts for everyone. BBC. Um, Eric, Marcus Rashford scored the winner in this fixture last season. Um, he's only scored once this season for you. Have you had to put an arm around him? What's his sort of confidence level like at the moment? Especially give him the trust and I play him every game. And most of the games also, uh, he finished the game. And so I have a strong belief he will return to, to scoring a lot of goals. Last question in this section, Rob. Um, sorry, Hi, you showed last season that you could, you were capable of beating any team on your day. But how far away do you think you are of having that consistency, the, the consistency that City have shown over the last sort of seven years to put title challenges together? Uh, at this moment, we are six points ahead of uh, six points back. So uh, we have to catch up. And, um, we know we have to progress the team, so we have to make developments. As you uh, just about the question about uh, Resi, but also has to do with this, um, with the cooperation, with the movement around, and with the distribution to him. And so we have to work on that, and that is my focus point. So a bit of a longer clip there as we get ready for the Manchester derby against Man City. And before we break that game down, let me remind you guys about Hall of Fame bets. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Moving on to the Manchester derby as Man United are once again underdogs against Man City. There's a famous quote from a few years back where Ferguson was asked about if City would ever be favourites against a Man United and he said, not in my lifetime. And now it's every time and it's the case once again, whether it be at the Etihad or at Old Trafford, City are always favourites to win this game. This time they are more significant than usual. It's four to seven for Man City to win here at Old Trafford. It's 16-5 on the draw, 
and it's 9-2 on Man United. Whilst this isn't as significant as it has been once before, it is pretty significant when you think of the fact that Man United got better last season. They reached an FA Cup final, they won the Carabao Cup, they finished third in the league, they beat Man City at Old Trafford, they beat Liverpool at Old Trafford, beat Arsenal, Tottenham at Old Trafford, beat Barcelona at Old Trafford. And now we are in a situation where Manchester City are heavily expected to just come in and steamroll Man United. Now, City haven't been the best this season and they haven't been on the best of runs and those people will point to the fact that Rodri was away and he'll turn around and say, oh, that was City without Rodri, that was City without Rodri. Why would Man United fans care if they have Rodri or not? The fact is, is that other teams were able to cause them problems and that's often the case when you see Manchester United lose games and you watch the team the following week and they're not caused, uh, sorry, they're caused more problems than what Manchester United caused them and that's annoying to see. And again, there's there's excuses out there in terms of um, it being Man United and people saying that teams play up to Man United because it's Man United and we need to stop giving this team Excuses. We need to stop saying that other teams did better because Rodri wasn't there. We need to stop saying teams play better against us because it's Man United. One thing we can point to, particularly this season, is the fact that decisions and VAR decisions have not gone for us. And VAR should never be in that category, given that it should be clear and obvious. But a lot of decisions based on interpretation have gone the wrong way for us. Whereas for other teams, they have ended up with penalties for clear handball. But if Manchester United can win this game, despite the mixed start, suddenly we can forget about what we've done at the start of the season. We'll have six wins from 10 with four losses, but one of those wins will be a significant win. The significant win we should have had against Arsenal. We will be back on track if Eric Ten Hag can somehow mastermind a victory over a Manchester City team with the great Rodri in their lineup. But there are positives here as well. City's defence has looked disjointed at times this season and Erling Haaland doesn't look like the same player who played last season. City headed to this game without a clean sheet in any of the last six, but results have obviously turned around since the return of Rodri, where City lost three out of four games in his absence all away from home. They've now won their last three games with him back in the side but they've continued to concede, which gives Man United hope. United picked up some form and scored in their last four, but they've lost all four of their Premier League games against sides who went into the weekend 11th or higher. Now, this was our problem away from home last season, but the home record from last year hasn't held up either. So it is a concern, and ultimately, I believe that being someone who does this show to make you guys money and who claims to be objective, I would have to think that Manchester City do win this game again. But I do believe that Manchester United, like many other teams, will be able to score. City with the BTTS tacked on is actually available at 5-2. to two. So getting plus 250 on that selection really is great value when you look at the data and you look at the fact there is a big gulf in class between these two teams. But I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to take the Manchester City part 
off it, even though I do think it will cash. And I'm going to root for United and I'm just going to take on, uh, take the BTTS. There is no way that Man United will be able to emerge from this game with a clean sheet. And for the Man United side, we have hope because Manchester City are conceding against everybody as just outlined in the data. So we take both teams to score as our lean here for this game and we take it at the price of 7-10 to 10 here for the Manchester Derby. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.